Hi there. This is the Freezer Podcast. This is Matt, Sanjay, and Fred. And uh, we just want to give, on behalf of all of us, and as fathers, uh, condolences out to the Valdez Scantling family on their tragic loss. Uh, we cannot say, you know, prayers and you know thoughts to their families uh, in this tough time for them. And uh, we hope that they can stay strong and understand the Packer family is behind them, and the Freezer Podcast family is behind them, and the Game on Wisconsin family is behind them. Uh, so. Marquez, hope all is well, and I hope you can uh, find this as a, a nice little token. So, uh, but with that being said, let's start the trail. Green Bay is a small town, only 100,000 people. Those 100,000 people may be different in many ways, but there's one thing that brings them all together. The Green Bay Packers. In Town, the blue-collar city only knows hard work, tailgating, championships, but more importantly, they know family. We have a saying in this town. Faith, family, and the Green Bay Packers are all that you need. Sanjay and I grew up in Green Bay. You could say that we are Green Bay, or even better, the voices of Green Bay. We bring a local feel of Packer fandom to a worldwide audience. Friendship, family, and football. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Freezer Podcast. This is the Freezer Podcast, where we bring you a local field pack of phantom to a worldwide audience. I am Sanjay, and alongside me, like always, is Matt and Fred. And we are live here in our home studios, brought to you by Game On Wisconsin, brought to you by Lakefront Brewery, and brought to you by Artec Ventures. And it is a victory Monday, even though it's like two days ago, but it's still nonetheless a victory Monday, because we're starting a new week, and that means we get to be so happy in celebration. I wish we could have like a dance party every time we have a victory, like that's like in the background, we can all just like, and then you guys can dance at home. Anyway, we're here, it's a victory Monday, it's against the Browns, we kick their ass question mark i don't know but we nonetheless the w gets to go next to that score uh and we move on to the next one right uh boys it was fun i obviously i was at the game you guys were handling your business with your families on christmas uh and it was quite the game to go to on a record breaking for uh like a saturday christmas day um and definitely there was some there was some cheers and then there was a lot of clenching the butts because he didn't know what kind of game we're going to finish with and then ended with some great cheers uh but your guys's thoughts overall on christmas how was your christmas how was your holidays uh, i mean we still have another holiday to come in a few days here but your christmases i hope it was great everybody out there that's joined us for this nice hour i hope your guys's christmas was great uh fred why don't you kick us off christmas packers victory <clears throat> Uh, Christmas was great, man. It was weird. It felt different this year. It didn't feel like uh, a normal Christmas. I don't know if it was the weather. I don't know if it was because of the Packers played. I don't know what it was. It just felt a little bit different, but everything was good, man. Yeah. Accumulation of some weird stuff, but you know, all in all, it was good. Everybody was happy, healthy to a degree. Um, and you know, it seemed like everybody, you know, kids were happy, man. That's all that really matters. So we're good there. Uh, as far as football is concerned, man, I, how weird with like Thursday games and Wednesday games and Saturday games and Monday games and Tuesday games. And 
I feel like I still have no idea what day it is. The only thing I know is it's Monday because I'm here right now. Otherwise, I don't know what else I'd be doing. <laughs> the show Friday was the worst day of them all because I didn't have so basketball, I didn't have football. There's nothing. I was just like, what the hell is happening on this? It was day? such a weird concept for the last couple of days, and it still is even to this point. But um, yeah, I mean, we'll obviously get into the, the discussion of the game and kind of what we thought about it and where we're sitting right now. But yeah, I'd have to say uh, for the long weekend of Christmas weekend, you know, it was a success and, and to leave with a W makes it even sweeter. Yeah, Matthew. I could the sentiments, man. It was a good Christmas. You know, it was, uh, I'm glad, Sanjay, you got to sit in our seats. You know, that was, uh, you know, I, I, I was very comfortable all day long knowing that a, a worthy person <laughs> <Yeah>. was sitting. <laughs> because you never know, man. You sometimes yeah. you sell them and you could get a, you know a opposing fan in there, someone who's not necessarily respectful. So I was uh, very content knowing that you were there. So that's uh, thank you for I that. wouldn't even thank sell buying the tickets. Unless they paid me a million dollars for the tickets, I'd just be like, look, I would just rather eat this and yeah. then not let anybody sit in my seats. And then I don't want the chance it. of having yeah, yeah. someone other fan in there. But uh, right, no, it was good. You know, that then in the game and obviously ended up in a win. I didn't need the uh, the elevated br- blood pressure before you know right. presence and dinner but you know at least it ended with a win so i can't complain too much but it, it was a good day all, all in all absolutely and as you know as fred said a lot uh you know starting with thursday of the new week because obviously we just had a game on wednesday and tuesday but of the previous uh week but kicked it off with uh thursday night football and you know you have obviously saturday with the colts game right after ours with the cardinals losing but that brings us a lot of conversation with the nfl because you know what we are a packer show but a lot of things affect the packers and affect the nfc which we happen to be part of and where we go from here uh as the as the season kind of winds down and we start to figure out all these different percentages of who can win i mean the nice thing is that we know that we're at least in we won the nfc north that's already done now we got to just try to clinch this this first round by but we're in that's great but now we get to see a little bit of the panic down below us with all the guys shuffling and and obviously the big story is going to come out of uh last night's debacle not even debacle but just destruction of washington football team's dignity um and what happened with the dallas cowboys and and everything else but Let's talk about the NFC. It's a lot of wins. We had a nice little win from the Rams on the Vikings, even though did we want that? I don't know. Uh, we'll talk about that right now. But, Fred, your thoughts, at least on the shakings of the standings right now, uh, with the – the obviously, we are number one. But then we got the Cowboys and the Rams and the the Buccaneers, and then you got the Cardinals now at the four seed. Uh, your thoughts? <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, the the NFL in general, man, is, is just starting to shape out. You know, right. I think we're starting to see things kind of unfold here and kind of who's the real deal. It's so ironic, you know, when we talk about this, I bring this up all the time and I probably say it too much, but, you know, those first six, seven games of the year, I know they're important, but man, are they really that important? Because we could go back and look at some of these teams um, and, you know, the Chargers who were so hot early on starting to look like a concern. The Colts looked so terrible early on, now are surging. There was a lot, you know, Arizona surging and now looking like some some issues. So it's just, it's, it's classic NFL football and we see this every year. But yeah, when you look at the NFC, I mean, we talked a little bit last night, guys. Um, you know, there's a, there's a certain level of unknown we know when it comes with like the rams and the cardinals because you see so much talent you've seen moments where they look really good and really unstoppable both defensively and offensively um and then you see someone like dallas you know dallas last night you know take it with a grain of salt it's washington it's tyler heineke i mean we're not looking at that and saying wow what a win you know wow they really they really showed out but the fact of the matter remains is that they're still trending upwards. They're still scoring a lot of points. They're doing it a lot of different ways, and their defense is making things happen. So uh, they're definitely a team to keep an eye on. And then, of course, just Tampa. I mean, Tampa's 
Tampa's Tampa, you know, until we beat Tampa, I'm not going to feel that comfortable about having to go and play Tom Brady either in Florida or in Green Bay. I don't care who you are. The guy's a winner, so it's just going to have to be something that we come up to. But, um, yeah, the rest of the NFC in general, I mean, I don't know if there's anybody out there that I'm really that concerned about. You know, the 49ers still have a lot of question marks. Um, Minnesota, I think when the when it shit hits the fan, I think we can always take care of them. Um, the AFC, I feel like, as weak and kind of awkward as they are, there's some sneaky little talent kind of sneaking in there and and starting to trend upwards. I don't know how far it takes them. Um, obviously, it looks like Kansas City is hands down favorite. But Matt, we talked a little bit about it, and you know that Bengals team seems to be going really well. Colts are playing great, great, great football, and they're playing the kind of football that could really put a hamper on Kansas City's offense. You know, where they run the ball, they possess the clock, they really kind of control the game. And I think that could be an issue. I know you said NFC. I got it a little bit into the AFC there, buddy. But um, no, I mean, I just, there's a lot going on there. And I think the cream of the crop, for the most part, in the NFC has risen to the top. And the AFC, we're starting to find kind of a different trend. Yeah, NFC definitely, you know, top heavy. Um, the interesting part about that conference is I think every team has a flaw, despite there being some some really good uh, records out there. And, you know, normally in the past, there's that one juggernaut team, whether it's in the AFC or the NFC, where it's kind of the boogeyman for everybody. Like, oh, my God, you're going to have to get through that team. I don't know that there is that one. I mean, I think maybe the closest thing for Packer fans, like you've said, Fred, would be the Buccaneers, just because of the history there. And, you know, they they clobbered us, you know, last year and obviously beat us in the in the title game. Um, but you know, in terms of like how I look at green Bay is, you know, place in all this is I, I still believe that whenever they're clicking, they're the best team in not just the NFC, but I think in the NFL, and even when they're not, they're still hyper competitive and they're able to kind of contort what they do to their opponent and they're, they're scrappy and they can stick around. Um, but you know, when you get to this time of the year, you're looking for what teams are playing their best ball, who's trending upwards, who's doing good things, you know, and if you look at specifically the NFC, you know, it's hard not to look at what Dallas is doing. I know people are kind of conflicted with them. They have a history of being, you know, someone said fool's gold. I don't know whether they are or not this year, but what I do know is that they're, they're playing really well on both sides of the ball. Um, you know, and they're right behind green Bay. People kind of forget that if we were to drop a game and they keep winning, they leapfrog the Packers and go to the one seed. And then all of a sudden we're having to maybe travel there. Um, Rams wise, you know, I, they try to give that game away against the Vikings. You know, the Packers, I thought, played really well against them. I'm comfortable going and playing them, whether it's away or at home. Um, and then, you know, kind of how does that bottom end of the NFC round out? Like the Saints, it's like, well, they have quarterback problems. Now Jimmy G might be out for the for the 49ers with, with, a, with a thumb issue and the throwing hand, so they might see Trey Lance, which they're not too confident in. So so the Packers are in a great spot right now. It's not there's not like this one team that's gonna that's like steamrolling and whole oh, lookout. I think if they can just put a couple things together, man, they're gonna be right where they want to be. But this is gonna be a really interesting final two weeks of the season to see how this all kind of shakes out. I wanna I wanna pose this question to you because you're saying that we are in a great spot. Are we? Uh, let, me, let me just throw something at you before Fred jumps right in, because I know he's going to say some kind of like positive spin on this. <clears throat> Realistic. Yeah. <laughs> hey, there you go. Uh, you know, I see the Cowboys trending upwards in the sense of getting guys back, getting guys younger and faster. And it seems like, you know, they're starting to figure out their scheme and their identity. I, I think that's a, the cliche thing about football. What's your identity, right? Yeah. And then you look at, you know, Tampa Bay, who's taking a step back for a second. Like people have kind of forgotten about them now that they lost like three, you know, you know, like key contributors on offense. And uh, yet they still have Tom Brady, the goat. And, you know, the fact that, you know, they're still the defending champs. And now you got the Rams that are starting to click a little bit better. 
right? You know, they're f- starting to figure out their identity, right? Oh, maybe we should start giving the ball to Sony Michelle. Maybe we should start just dinking and dunking instead of having Matt, you know, Stafford throw way deep, even though he still throws picks. Um, and then you look at the Cardinals, who really, I mean, I don't know what's going on over there in Arizona, but, you know, <laughs> if they're going to figure something out, maybe they can figure something out this weekend when they play Dallas. But my biggest concern is knowing that. These guys of ours, I mean, the people that are winning, sorry, the teams that are winning have figured out something in their team that they're going to kind of carry themselves into the playoffs, right? Or carry themselves the, you know, the, la- the the last stretch of the season. Whereas the Packers, we've seen this for the last month, you know, whether it's the, if you want to call it the Bears game or maybe right before the bye week, just the defense is starting to figure, I don't know, it's kind of taking a step back and, you know, starting to show a lot of those you know, Achilles heels that we've seen in previous years, right? The run game where we're just gassed for 200 some yards, where if the Browns just would have ran the ball, I mean, we'll talk about that could have probably beaten us. And you already had the issues with special teams, which is kind of shockingly hasn't, you know, turned its head <laughs> in, in a week or two, but it's still in the weeds. Have, it's waiting still, in the weeds. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Ma- <laughs> Mason Crosby it's has like a sniper with a ghillie suit on, but I just want to throw this at you, Fred is while teams are starting to trend, upwards and trend the right way i feel like there's like a lot of uncertainty in the sense of that we can't close games we can't figure things out on offense for an entire half like we scored three points in the second half of that game i I don't understand what happened there and then defensively yes the four picks and we'll talk about this but the 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 defense it's all about splash plays i feel like where something has to happen and we're waiting for that thing to happen and then that's how we win the game that's what's decided instead of just playing hard-nosed football where we're just a better team where we saw that in the beginning of the year where we just felt like we were more physical we had more grit we just didn't want to get punched in the mouth first like we were the ones you know initiating the punch but Fred is there any cause for concern I know you're never concerned about anything but in the end I have this concern but your thoughts yeah I mean no I I get it man like I get where you're coming from I would say that you know um you know, to, to comment on your splash plays thing, you know, I, I agree that like, you'd love to have a solid play in play out great defense. The The truth of the matter is, is that sometimes that's just good enough. I don't know if you can be super great all the time defensively when it comes to uh, the NFL today. I mean, the Browns, albeit the Browns still are a legitimately decent team offensively with a lot of decent weapons in Chubb, Baker Mayfield can play good football, um, obviously there's some issues there with the receiver and I would say Jarvis Landry's good, but we haven't seen him there, but I just think it, it, it's like, if, if we were to do this against say Washington and Taylor Heineke, like a la what Dallas just didn't do, then I would be a little bit more concerned, but I think like Browns still have some talent. Well, that's, that's the thing. So, that one out. so like, yeah, so there is the concern to a degree about that but i i just feel like this team is winning right and we're still getting the w's when it needs to matter and i'm going to go back to that and it's probably more cliche than than anything but when you're turning the ball over you're making those big plays when it matters it seems to always give us a momentum switch we seem to usually capitalize on it i would say the bronze game was not a good example but we seem to make those plays when those plays are needed and i don't know if that's I don't know how good I feel about that going into the playoffs because I don't know if we can rely solely on that. I think we need to find some better consistency, but we've seen games this year where we've been super consistent defensively and we've seen games where we've needed big turnovers. And then we've seen games where we've just been kind of shitty all around, but that's the concern I'm talking about like hundred percent, which is why let me throw one stat, one stat point differential. 
we were like minus 52 or so. Yeah, there we go. Plus 16 in turnover, but that's <laughs> that's what I wanted. We've to had study. three games yeah. where we had, I think we're like minus 52 in the point differential or, or, or plus, whatever the, however you look at that. But based on the Bears games and the Lions games where we, you know, blew out an opponent. Otherwise, yeah. everything mean, else that we've played in all of our games have been close. And it's come I mean, to needing an interception, needing Aaron Rodgers yeah. to come back 36 seconds down. You know, things like go ahead. Go ahead. Let me no, let me ask you this question. Cause you're you're right. There's no arguing that our defense has not played a solid whole game. And this will I'll let Matt jump in on this because I know he'll he'll have something to say about it. But I would argue that um both the defense and even a little bit more of the offense, they just there's no there's no consistency. I would I would put just as much blame on the offense. Oh, I oh, not I being am. able to I come am. out when these turnovers <laughs> yeah. happen to make the plays, or when we start with the ball. And I know we always talk about starting quick or starting at half. I mean, yeah. there's been a lot of times score where in the first quarter anymore. I don't right. We don't score in the first quarter so. when we get when we 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 don't receive the ball half the time anymore. Now right. we're always or uh, our, I'm sorry, we do receive the ball. And we're not getting it. I just feel like. On both ends, right? It's it's right, it good is. good enough to get by, but it's not where it should be. And I know Matt is has something to say about the offense, but that is that's where I would say, like, I don't know if I'd put the full blame on that defense. I think there's some some issues offensively, and if they could both tweak it a little bit and kind of figure that out, they're dangerous because they're they're winning games and they're all they're <laughs> playing at like thirty percent. So it's like, where yeah. can we get if we get to to 70 percent? Go ahead, Matt. Well, I. You guys know me. I've been very vocal about the last two years. That this is purely about a Super Bowl. I, I really right. don't care. I don't care about what you... Okay, the regular season inherently matters, right? You have to play well in the regular season to get in the playoffs. I get it, okay? But this team, we're not we're not talking about the Packers like we talk about the Browns, where it's like, wow, they just got to win these games to get in the playoffs. This team, you have to raise the bar in what you expect from them. This is a Super Bowl caliber team, and I'm not here for moral wins in the regular season. This is purely about what you're going to do in the NFC Championship game against Tom Brady or whoever. That is what this is about. It's never been about anything else. And so my problem here is that it's hard for me to sit here and, and complain about a 12-1 football team. But when you look at it through the lens of, can they get to the Super Bowl? Yes, they absolutely can. They have the guys to do it. But, but, but are they going to do it? Where are right now? Can you point to on the team other than grinding out the wins? Like they're doing this really well. What? They're doing we this. Talk great. about it. What happened Here's in 2010? What happened in 2010? We went on a stretch from when we needed to get in. Right. I'm not. not I, I hate putting up 2010, but this is. the. I know. I was just going to say, don't be that guy that. Talks but no, no, no. But hang on, though. For a lot of teams like Tampa Bay. Fine. Forget right. it. Forget us. Tampa Bay last year. Right. What did they squeak in as a four seed? Right. And then well, it's about and you're how right. you're getting hot at a certain time. Do you I, feel I, confident going into a like? Do you feel confident which offense you're going to get on a Sunday or what defense you're going to get? Every time we're sitting there in our chat saying, "Well, uh, I get, we always talk about it when they're like, every, well, this is the defense we're going to get." Everyone like, wants to. Everyone wants to dismiss the Cowboys' last game last night. Well, it was Taylor Heineke. It was a shitty ass uh, Washington football team. Yeah, but they kicked the shit out of them. That's what they I'm beat saying. Them by a you don't kick the shit out of anybody. The, the Packers <laughs> haven't done that once the Other whole year. And Seattle, went, and, and when they were in the process of doing it, they gave up all the points and had to and had to make a first down or a line of turnover to win the game. That's the problem. You had four turnovers and five sacks on Baker Mayfield, and you won by two points. Line. Two points. If you don't get one of those interceptions, you can make the argument that you lose the game. Same thing for the, the, the Ravens last week. 
there's a little, there's a few things about this football team that make me nervous going into the, into the playoffs that I can't sit here and confidently say they're going to be able to just flip a switch and do but it. You just said I, that you totally know it's happen. Totally, it's totally unacceptable. That's exactly. You just, you it's, literally started off the whole conversation saying you don't care about what happens in the regular season. But you just said matter. you cared. So, so let's, <laughs> no, no, so no. let's. Let's review it. Let's review it after week two. Oh, but I clear. I clarify that. And Dallas isn't is there. I clarify that. I said because Dallas can beat Dallas can beat Washington by forty all day, but they still don't have a fucking playoff win in the last like. Sure. I'll take that. I'll take my playoff wins. But my problem is this: Super Bowl, which is tough. I'll still take those all day. I don't give a shit if I beat Washington by forty. This this offense is pitiful in the first quarter. They're not good, True. and they're getting True. off to slow pitiful starts. In the second half, apparently now. So. Well, it, it, that's the problem. And like, I listen. I I vehemently believe the Packers are the best team in the conference. I vehemently believe that they're the odds-on favorites to go to the Super Bowl. But I'm not going to sit here and say, "Well, there's not. There's a few <laughs> things that make me nervous because there are." And uh, you know, when it's 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 crunch time and you need to score points, you can't let off off the off the gas. Multiple what? players said it yesterday. We we just stopped. We just stopped going for it. What's Why? the difference between Washington football team? Okay, I know what you're going to say when I say this, but what is honestly the difference between what you saw with Washington football team and our, let's just say, offensive line? Okay, I know Yash and Dennis Kelly are, you know, doing, you know, a lot of great things. Uh, I saw uh, Iowa Joe say the next men, or sorry, Andrew said the next men up mentality has been really working well. Yeah, it has, but I think Aaron Rodgers has been, you know, secretly masking a lot of issues. And I don't know, Randy Gregory, Marcus Lawrence, Micah Parsons, all that coming at you, regardless if you're Washington football team or if you're the Tampa Bay Buccaneers or the Green Bay Packers, I think that defense, you know, that pass rush is still going to be coming at. I mean, now I, right. What do we We've just played see? a lot of really good pass. We've rushes played really cut. Co- we've played really yep. well against, you know, pass rushers, but you know, Miles Garrett was like what 60%, 45, 50. I, I don't even know. I mean, he wasn't yeah, 100% yeah. healthy, but I would, but, but you got to go back to like some of the. I mean, we've played against some, we played against the Rams, we completely dominated Elton. a Rams defense, we completely ro- dominated a, a San Francisco front seven. Elton, I mean, we had Elton that day, but we didn't have it 100%. Uh, no, I, I agree. We're not, we're not better than we were then, uh, health wise. Right. I agree with that, but I do, I would say that. We've we've gone against a lot of really good ones, and I feel like we've done pretty well. Now that's not discrediting or uh, Jesus Christ, I say Chicago, Dallas. <laughs> um, and I'm not discrediting Dallas's win last night because they looked fantastic. I believe me, I've been missing that offense since 2015. I was I wish the Packers would run that shit the same way that Dallas did last night. It was fantastic. Um, but I still am always going to hang my hat on the fact of I I. When it when the shit matters, right? When we get to the playoffs, yeah, I, does it? Are we gonna still? We've been and, doing and maybe that for maybe, maybe okay, that's what I'm saying. Like a we've decade been of doing whips it, but in the we playoffs. haven't gotten to the Super Bowl for over a exactly. decade. Exactly. Right. We we, we, we we make the same this argument. Oh, we'll get, we'll, we'll get this to isn't the playoffs here at Dallas. Like no, it isn't. I agree. I, mean, I, I think Dallas, Dallas, Dallas is much tougher you than want, they've but... ever been, but Dallas is much tougher than they've ever been. Right. They're younger. Coach. They're faster. They're but, more but depth. I, will also, I think they have more depth also, than us. I'll also hang my head on Aaron Rodgers, and I'm going to give it that way. Oh, I mean, right. What, are, what else are we going to do? I mean, we can sit here and, and fight each other until we're blue in the face Oh, I know. It. That's what I'm All saying. All I'm saying is I'm I just, just think that, like, I guess when it comes to it, I mean, we can't control anymore. We can't stress anymore about it. Here, All we have to hope is that like our fucking team decides to play really good football <laughs> on that day. 
And that's basically, I mean, serious though. Like, you're right. No, no. I mean, we've gone against teams we should lose against, and we've won. We've gone against teams we should win against, and we lose. Like, that's just fucking football. No, Here's I what like, I like when to we see. gang up on Matt though, because this guy just likes to, you know, skate under on when he's no, I, and I agree. Listen, I, I ultimately we, it, agree. It's not just getting to the NFC Championship. What if we don't get there? Like, what if we lose? Right, to the first round? I, you know? Absolutely. You're you're just thinking we're shoot in for the we're, NFC. We're all saying game, that. We're all saying that. We're all concern. acting like we're all acting like NFC championship. I'm not like, just. I'm talking about the division. I'm talking a wild card. Any playoff game, the the stakes are raised, and the Packers sure. absolutely take everybody's best shot. Definitely in the playoffs. What I would like to see in these late game situations when we're losing leads, and I don't, I still will never understand why any defense, how you can play lockdown defense the whole game, and in the last ten minutes just pull it off and let everybody throw all over you. Oh, we don't want to give up the deep pass, but we'll give up ten plays to go eight yards and they score anyways. What's, <laughs> yeah, the, what's difference? the difference? What's the difference so, between eighty yard drive in comparison to like okay, absolutely? One play and the other thing is, it's like. Drive. Put the ball in Aaron Rodgers' hands. Stop with the stupid end arounds, the ES- ESB. Stop with that stuff. The, the run blocking has been suspect. If it's rolling all game, fine. If it's not, put the ball in, in the soon-to-be four-time MVP's hands and let him win the damn game for you. You just have I to stop it, the screens. That's the wide receiver screens, thinking that those are going to – Stop it. it. Worked, the tight end to Josiah Deguara one that 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 one still irks me because that you could have literally done the same thing with you know AJ Dillon and just run it with him and he'd at least get you because he was what is he at? yeah uh, I, I hope Strauss can get this for us I think he averages five point one care of yards of carry I think I I think he's pretty damn good and yet you just de- seem to think that these screens are just amazing but. Well- Fred, I'm okay, sick. I'm ahead. sick of these. You know, twenty four to twelve, and then you end up winning the game twenty four to twenty two. You up thirty eight to seventeen. You end up winning the game thirty eight to twenty. Come on, go for the throw. <laughs> That's what not are you just doing? on the defense. Exactly. What? Or do we feel bad for the team? We're like, oh well, let's just ease up. Let's get them. We don't want any board material. Yeah, no, embarrassing. Rub their nose in it. Yeah. Anyway, Fred, let's uh, let's move on to the game. Uh, actually, before we do that, because we got to hit up our sponsor here uh, real quick. As you know, uh, the Freezer Podcast and our tech ventures are together in unison. So check out what we have for our tech ventures. The Freezer Podcast is brought to you by our tech ventures. The goal at our tech ventures is to collaborate closely with founders throughout all the investment and fundraising stages, turning their visions into successful companies. Since 2020, our tech ventures has helped turn great ideas into profitable businesses that make an impact on industries, communities, and beyond. Our tech ventures. I love that. That's that's all right. First of all, hold on. (laughs) Let me just let me just say something as we come out of this, because that video was supposed to be a little bit later. Because I thought, as Packer fans. That maybe we would talk a little bit about this thing happening. I was just gonna get to that. I just was gonna get that. Can we just let me like you know conduct the? You know I'm I'm conducting the show here. You know that's all I'm doing. No, I'm I'm conducting the bullshit. Conducting the bullshit. bullshit. Matt had to throw a hot take, and so I had to just. Well, you guys had to push him down a little bit. You know, sitting here fighting about stuff, and all I'm thinking is, he's Matty Ice. He's record. All right. Let's talk about the Bears. Bears. The Browns. Let's talk about what happened immediately, which is kind of nice because then you don't have to worry. I about talking it. about but the I, record. Yeah, I, that's I what I'm doing. Just, Can you just let me do this? Like, I mean, I'm doing. Let me it. just. Li- let me just. Let the me guy just got four forty-three touchdowns. Okay, he hit it. He got the one. He let got it. Take, Alan Lazard. I'm taking control. I'm gonna. I'm gonna mute him in two seconds. <laughs> Here's the deal. First off and foremost, uh, Aaron Rodgers 
breaks this record. And let let me just give a huge shout out to Pansky because this graphic is arguably sick, man. One of the most beautiful things I've ever seen in my life. The guy is an absolute genius. Uh, Packer World has such great graphic designers in it, whether it's Packer Page, Pansky, Packer Edits. They're so great, and they don't get enough love. And and I, I, I love them because I went under a K for a while, and he came back. He did. Pan, yeah, he reached out to me. And he goes, "Sorry, man, I've been gone." And I go, I, "Don't worry, I've been only been waiting at your doorstep for the last." Yeah. <laughs> no, where the um, hell have you been? <laughs> yeah, where the hell have you been? So super, ha- super happy for him to be back. Guy just fucking bangers, dude, all the time. I mean, it's absolutely phenomenal what he does. Um, I'm super excited and going into the record i don't think i mean we're going to talk about it but i just just for good time's sake throws a right Touchdown passer in Green Bay Packers history. The numbers are the numbers and they'll continue to grow. But outside of those numbers, Aaron Rodgers is the best player I've ever seen. Not the best Packer player, the best NFL player I've ever seen. Remarkable. And we're shut down. No, we're good. We're totally good. I already talked to the Packers about it. I already talked to him about it. Oh, beautiful. That was beautiful, though. Uh, Let me let me just let me pose this. All right. So here we go. Guy breaks the record. Uh, Brett comes on. Does I don't need that. I don't need. Yeah, you did. Shut (laughs) up, soapbox. Seriously, so ridiculous. So anyway, um, you want this moment? Just have the moment. No, I don't. No, I don't. I just want to talk about it. I just want to. I just want to say everything before you guys say everything. So Brett comes on, obviously makes his, you know, classic Brett one-liner remark, go get the Super Bowl. We all hear it, whatever. Um, I just want to ask your your simple opinion on this. And Matt, more so directed to you because we've discussed many a time the absolute legendness of number four and how much he's changed our love for the game, brought our love back. Will it, or I shouldn't say will it, has... Has 12 or will 12 ever really be able to take that reign is your all-time favorite Green Bay Packer. And do you think besides just being your own personal favorites, guys, is Aaron Rodgers the greatest NFL football player you've ever seen in your entire life? Fuck yes and fuck Subjectively. no. I don't think. Well, a, I, I didn't, well, okay, first really of all, in the, answer. For, the, for the Favre comment, like Brett Favre, is why I love football. Like Brett Favre's why I love yeah. the game of football. He made me love it. Like I think they're two different players because Brett Favre, and not to say Aaron Rodgers isn't like this, but like he just loved the game so much. He didn't really care about the X's and O's. Literally, he didn't know what a nickel and dime defense was for a few years. He just played out of passion, right? And yeah. and uh, it made him great and it made him frustrating to watch. But that said, I think Aaron Rodgers is definitely the most talented NFL player I've ever seen. I think he's the most talented quarterback I've ever seen. Um, I would I would put his highlight reel up against anybody's and dare you to say the other guy is better. I mean, you know, Tom Brady is kind of the consensus, you know, goat for a lot of people. But seriously, go watch his his throws and his career highlight tape and, and compare it to Aaron Rodgers. And other than the rings, it's like Aaron Rodgers, man, is, is another level. We've never seen anything like it. You know, maybe Patrick Mahomes one day can get there. But Favre, Favre's like my love, like my 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 first love of football. 
but Aaron Rodgers definitely to me, I think is the greatest Packer and, and the best player I've seen. I've seen play legit. First off, I was born in 88. So I fucking was there too. All right. Let's just, let's <laughs> get this shit out of the mat is some obsession with Brett Favre. I was there too. Okay. I was there literally as you were too. So get out of here with that. Okay, man. So, Jesus. I've seen both of them and I've seen a lot of, you know, as far as what Matt just said, as far as throwing the goddamn ball. No, I don't need this either. Okay. I don't need that. But like it it was I get it. I get what Matt's saying. The love of the game, I get it. Yeah. The, it was a different time in the nineties because you didn't see this happy go free. Like like the social media is really what brings out the you know, the best and the worst of players now in this day, right? You know, yeah. you see all this stuff, and we know too much about these players, right? Like, back in the day, we didn't know anything really about Favre until we started seeing, you know, pictures. But, like, you know, we didn't know anything about this guy other than, you know, his one, like, bad, you know, mishap with, you know, the drugs and stuff. But, like, we just saw this guy that just loved having fun on the on the field. And we just thought, like, that's what football was. Why can't I do that on the field? That's why I want to play football, right? Now, it's like, ah, uh, there's concussion. I mean, not saying there wasn't concussions before. But, like, you know, now people are just about money. They just show both. The game's they changed. Just, yeah, and then it's about the money. And, yeah, the media's really changed the face of the game, right? Yeah, it's still the most entertaining sport. But back then, it was really the love of the game. And you're right, Matt. That's probably why he's high up there. And for me with Favre, it was kind of like, there was there was so much good, right? But then there was a some bad in there, and I just I just don't see the bad from Rogers really that no, much. I mean, there's there, not. there's been a couple you know weird you know seasons, no, and there's been obviously the, the the last one McCarthy was obviously a rough one. But when have we really ever seen a bad Rogers? Like we've never seen that. Like with Favre, it was like a, a heart attack all the time with the interceptions, and you know obviously the touchdowns, but. It just never seemed like it was like a consistent, all right, I know we're going to win this game. I no. didn't think that with Brett Favre. We had some great defenses for a long time with Favre, and they matched Here, a lot of things that he did, uh, getting him the ball yes. back. You know. So anyway, go ahead, Matt. Here, well, here, here's, here's my difference between the two. Both quarterbacks, Rodgers and Favre, every game you went into, you knew you had a chance because you had yeah. 12 or 4. The difference is you when you think about the two, we thought about Favre. You could definitely lose the game because of him, because of yeah. some errant passes. Yeah. You never think that about Aaron Rodgers. No. There's a reason why when he throws an interception, it takes your breath away. You're like, wait, what? It's like you saw a unicorn. You saw an alien or something, and that, that doesn't happen. His touchdown-to-interception ratio, I, frankly, I don't think will ever be broken. I don't know how that will ever be touched. I don't know how some – was it, 96 interceptions? And then you look yeah. between Favre and he had, like, he had almost 93. Yeah. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. It's kind of like Favre's consecutive start streak will never be broken by another quarterback. You can't game. take the love two. of what they did, right? Like, the love of Favre will never be taken away. But you cannot, with your own actual eyes, I don't care if you're the biggest Viking fan and you hate our guts and you laugh when he get, gets his collarbone injury, you still can't knowingly, with your hand in the Bible, say that, you could not see a better player in the NFL than Aaron Rodgers. Or, I mean, okay, obviously, maybe you could, maybe. No, but it's but it's but it's true because I say it all the you time. Saw it I, mean, with I, your can't, eyes. I can't stand Tom Brady on almost every level, but I sure as hell respect him. It respect goes back him. to it goes straight to like I always think of I always think of Anchorman, right? 
where he's like, I'm burgundy. <laughs> God damn it. I hate you, but I sure do respect you. Like that's literally you. how I feel about, um, about him. That's how I feel about like, it's same to the Vikings fans. It's the same thing I feel about Randy Moss. Right. Like yeah. I can't stand Randy Moss, but I don't think there's ever been a better receiver. Right. And I, I'll, I'll, I'll argue people with that on Jerry Rice, because I truly do believe that he was, he was just more gifted ultimately. But I mean, that's just part of the game. I, I just think that, um, you, they're, they're two different people in two different genres and two for two different reasons. And I think like you said, Matt, I mean, Brett Favre was, Brett Favre was like your uncle, right? Like you yeah. would watch him on Sundays and you're like, man, I could like, let's go out, you know, after Christmas and he start chucking bombs. I mean, I, you just all, you just assumed any guy on the street could do it. You looked at him and you thought there's just nothing special about this guy, right? He's not six, four. He's not, you know, chiseled jawline. He had braces for half the time. He was a drunk. He took pain pills. I mean, <laughs> it was no, it was basically anyone else from Wisconsin and it just well, felt so. I think so that's why we loved him. Cause he felt like yeah. he was one of us. The dude would go hunting before games, you know, and it's like, why, was... and it's why it's, it's why there's such a disconnect with Aaron Rodgers is because the only time I ever hear people bitch like old school, Wisconsin supper club, people bitch about Aaron Rodgers oh, is they, all they ever <laughs> say is, He's some LA diva. That's all you got. G A Y for so many years. Cause they're right, like, it's like, that's all like, boozy. Yeah. It's such you know, a, it's such a like crappy take because it's like, yeah. wow, you literally just region that redneck mentality, so man. Yeah. You know, and Brett it, and it, Brett, Brett played an era where you could crush people. Brett played an era where you could just lay yeah. out a quarterback oh. a good two seconds after he threw the ball. I mean, so you had a, a, a different type of respect for his game because it took it took a lot to go out there and do what he did. And then you look at Aaron Rodgers and how lethal he is with his arm. I mean, really, Packer fans, did you really think when Favre retired you'd ever be sitting here 15, 16 years later talking about Aaron Rodgers breaking the touchdown record, winning his fourth MVP. I mean, there's nobody. Th- I mean, it's really remarkable what we've witnessed here in this town. I, I mean, we're all spoiled. It, I don't know how else to put it, but just yeah. just so cool to be a part of and, and witness of it. I mean, I'm and so thankful. Speaking of what I, Kyle I said, just said there. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, go for it. I was just going to say, I check out this Madden documentary that's going to be happening. Uh, I think it e- either started right now or it's about to start. But his love and affection towards Brett Favre is – one of the coolest things in sports history, sports history, because this guy even made one of the greatest human beings of this sport, John Madden, fall in love with him where this guy's what, from Kill, Mississippi, some weird, you know, gunslinging kid that had no right being even in a jersey probably because he was just so wild and everything and changed the way we look at the quarterback position for the longest time. So that's really cool. I like what he yeah, said. That's a, yeah, that's a really good that's a really good point, Ann, because Madden is like kind of royalty god like right. in the NFL world. I mean, you talk Brett about Favre. like guys like like Vince Lombardi, Hallis. I mean Madden's up there not necessarily just because of his coaching career, but like just because of everything he's obviously done, the commentating <laughs> and then of course his game. But I mean I got to meet John Madden I think three separate times and like wait, larger wait, than what? life what? Yeah, so larger than life type character. I mean, to the like literally to the like absolute degree of exactly what I'm saying. I mean, larger than life. He was a big dude, loud, commanded a room, always happy. Uh, it's just a special person. So, like, the fact that he, of all people, yeah, was able to like that's who he chose. Like, that's who he chose to be the guy that he was going to love. And all of all the Aikmans and Marinos and Youngs and Jerry Rice's and, and, you know, Barry Sanders and everyone that played in that era, which gosh, there's so many great ones. And I apologize for the ones I probably just missed, 
But that's who that's who Madden was like, nah, this is the guy I'm gonna fuck with. Like, First I wanna off, hang out with this guy. Like, that's before so I cool. ask you to join our podcast, before I even ask you to hold my son, like you don't t- seem to think to like say, Hey, I've met John Madden before. Like, do you realize where that like gap in our friendship has just begun? Like it's that's a pretty, a pretty big gap. Uh, it's a pretty no, big gap. That, pretty big gap. That's something you first it's, tell on a it's date. It's one of those things. It's, I mean, I guess it's, yeah, I, it's probably a pretty big deal. I just, I guess like it's, it's one of those things that like when I grew up in like uh, in the world that I grew up in, like there's so many of those situations that um, <laughs> I kind of just took a kind of, it's crazy. Could you see Fred walk up to say, hey, I'm Fred Thurston. I've met John Madden. Yeah, that too. Times. Like, how's that? How I should like, be friends. I would have hugged him. Yeah. I would have. T- I would have a little bit of tears. I would have kissed his ring and I'd hug him. So weird. So weird. It's not my hey, style, man. Hey, I'll tell. I like dropping it. Like, I'll tell it at the end of the later. Show. Yeah, I know. I mean, my jaw literally just dropped. Hey, like, I. You don't want to give away all the oh, secrets. Hey, by the way, Fred, I, I, will say, I will say the one of the times I was bussing tables at Outback Steakhouse and his his. His uh um, tables. <laughs> well, wait, that's like my literally my first ever job. All right. Um, and he this was back when he had the big Madden cruiser that was like sponsored by Outback. Yeah. And so of course he came because right, he wouldn't and fly. parked it in front of Outback, and I was like, let me go see old John Boy out there. <laughs> and I uh, and there he was. Like, <laughs> no, that's all hey, hey, this is why we have royalty on this show, you know. It's not really <laughs> all right. Uh <laughs> it's 741. All right, so we got the Browns that we just played, and I know we've kind of just talked about. We've kind of like already. We just talked about Aaron what Rogers we saw on Saturday and just time. kind of like let it all out in like a therapy session there. Um, we so talked about the record. That's awesome. Let's talk about one real quick uh, record that we need to just shout out because we got another superstar and his name's Seventeen. All right. Yes. And this guy is just. It, it it would be really sad to know if this is his last season in Green Bay, but like. It was Sterling Sharp. It was Sterling Sharp, right? That's the guy that we all just kind of put in this Packer wide receiver royalty, you know? Yeah, there was guys that wanted to, like, sneak in and try to be, like, a question, like, oh, is Antonio Freeman? Is is, uh, Jordy Nelson? I mean, these guys were good. They were good. But, like, Devontae, man, he's a bad mother shut your mouth. Like, he is... And it, it pains me to say this because Sterling Sharp will still be the guy that I think needs to be in, in Canton. But Devontae has got a gold jacket coming his way. I'm just going to say that right now. If he stays here and Rodgers does, you might be right. <laughs> but he's got to see. Oh. If he goes for higher greener pastures and money and it's not with 12, <laughs> the then Jets. I don't know. Then he's going to go the, <laughs> gonna go the Greg Jennings route maybe. I don't know. Yeah, and it's going to be interesting. And we'll obviously, gosh, we'll have a very long offseason talking about all that, I'm sure. Oh, um, because there's, there's, it does feel like um, there's a lot of potential for them not to be here when you start looking at cap space and things like that. But I, I don't, I, la, la, I'm going to leave that to the, I'm going to leave that to the general manager. <laughs> but here's the thing I'm super glad that you brought that up because I feel like everything has been so focused on 12 and his, his incredibleness. And in the background, because it's like coincided with those records, Devontae Adams is over here just setting up records as well. Yeah. And the dude is absolutely incredible. And he's about to come up on this record uh, with James Lofton, which I think wow. is absolutely insane. That's a nuts um, one, even for Lofton. That's a nut. Yeah. So, like, there's a lot going on right now. Devontae Adams is on a record setting year with touchdowns, 
100 yard receiving, like all that stuff. So there's a lot there to be said. Doesn't I, not help our case. Now that's what is going to be like. Let me drop the list of things that dude, he just broke. Listen, yeah. <laughs> but I wanted to give it. I want to give a shout out here because his agent ain't going to pay attention to this shit. So sands a couple of extra Super Bowl victories for us. I mean, we are really living in the golden age of of Packer football outside of the outside of the 60s. Yeah. I mean, think about the guys, the all-time greats, franchise greats that have come through and we've watched over the last 20, 30 years. I mean, you could there's several of them and just even on the current team, Rodgers and Adams. I mean, we're watching the best of the best week in and week out. Um, and it's, I don't even know how to put it into words anymore. I mean, sometimes I think I even take it for granted. Like I, I go into these games and I, we're going to look back on this time period in 20, 30 years ago. Damn. Like we had it so good. I can't, I can't wait till we it. can say I got to watch Devonta. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I watched no Brett Favre in 2013 yeah. and his bad year. Well, it's crazy. No. It's crazy because it's hard enough to get a number one receiver. It's even harder to get a number one quarterback. And then you have them both in the same team. I mean, you look at some of the greats over the, the past 10 years, right? Some of the best receivers, some of the best quarterbacks. Rarely, if ever, are they both on the same the team. Same team. And we've had it now for a few years, and we're seeing it just absolutely come to fruition, which will be even more of a uh, serrated edge of that knife if I have to pull it out of my heart at some point this year. Uh, if we don't win a Super Bowl, because I will be so effing devastated. I was gutted last year, man. I don't know what I'm going to do this year. If that goes down this year, it will be the ultimate gut. I will have to See probably ya. take a sabbatical. <laughs> and take He's going to be a Colts fan or something. <laughs> Join dude, I might team. bounce out, dude. I might have to like. I might He's going to be like the like, Mayflower and start shipping his family down to Florida. Gonna, yeah. <laughs> just hitchhiker on the country. Just hey, ready, all right. Prepared. So uh, when we come back, we'll hit you guys up with uh, we'll we'll talk about what's coming up, and that is the dumb dumb Vikings. Uh, so Viking week. Don't go anywhere, guys. This is the Freezer Podcast. What is happening, everybody? Uh, I hope you had a great Christmas. If that's something you celebrate, I hope you enjoyed the Packers win over the Browns as much as we did, which we're hoping happened. Uh, be sure to check us out on Wednesday night as we go over all of that. And then discuss the ass-kicking that the uh, Vikings are about to get at the hands of the Packers. Dan, tell the people where they can find that show. They can find us on the YouTube channel, Game On Wisconsin on Twitter, at GameOnWI, and just everywhere good podcasts are sold. Jimmy, say something smart. I'm Jimmy. Nailed it. Great job. We'll see you guys Wednesday night. Those guys, man. Uh, that was just as funny as M- Matt's tweet other night. Which one? <laughs> At 3 Which p.m., one? someone's already got their tree. <laughs> I, le- I went to go to the gas station, and their Christmas tree was already on the curb. I'm like, well, that guy could not wait for Christmas. He, I, I bet it was out there earlier. I didn't notice it. I was at a party. I just died for like. You woke up and threw it out. <laughs> Because <laughs> I wish I could have been like just standing oh, next shit. to you, walking out to your car. Just- <laughs> I stopped and looked, and I'm like, Jesus, this Holly's barely even over. <laughs> the decorations the kids, are back in the box. Get this crap out of here. <laughs> We're good. Uh, Christmas is dead now. All yeah. right. Uh, Viking week. It is Vikings week. Uh, obviously, a nail biter uh, in Minnesota at U.S. Bank Stadium. Uh, but we somehow had a chance. We had an interception that was taken away. Uh that basically could have sealed the game for us. But 
Um, <laughs> skull, LOL. Yeah, you can't say skull without LOL because you always got to laugh. Um, but we have them coming into our house Sunday night, prime time here in Lambeau. And <laughs> I'm not going to this game because it's going to be damn cold. Uh, <laughs> it's just, uh, oh, Jensen's going. All right, I'll be great, there. Great. I'll be there. Hey, be there, he had to get back. He was like, like I can't, I can't not go to one more game. <laughs> You gotta redeem um, myself from the Seattle game. It was yeah. <laughs> didn't even see half the game. Fred saw the game. What was the score of that game? I forgot. <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> we got Mikey Week. It is. It is. It's gonna be a question mark. Do we get Dalvin Cook in this game? I know he's basically gonna be like eligible. I think when he gets uh, like the night before. I think. Um, Adam Thielen looked pretty banged up in that game. He did come back into the game and, you know, still played. So I'm assuming he'll probably practice up and, you know, uh, be there for Sunday night, but big, big game. And in, in all honesty, in the sense of just like, Hey, we got to take care of business because we need to keep these Cowboys off our butts and keep this number one seed still in our, you know, you know, front, you know, view here. And, uh, Fred, the Vikings, it's, it's an interesting, cause like at this point, I know they're fighting for that seven seed. I, you know, they're out of it now um, because of the loss. But what do you want to see this Vikings team in the playoffs? Because in the sense of like, okay, I'm not trying to like show support to the Vikings. I'm really not. But in the sense of that, hey, that's a familiar opponent. Maybe they could go shock, you know, a Tampa or Dallas or, a, you know, Rams team, whoever it may be. And then that's our first opponent, you know to get us into the NFC champion. Do you think about that kind of stuff, especially knowing that this is like, you know, what are your bottom feeders for the playoffs um, that's trying to get in? But I'm not saying that I want to lose so they can get in kind of thing. I would never say that. But do you do you sort of, you know, think about that with this team now with their, you know, you know, life's on the line, I guess? No. <laughs> no, I don't. Okay, that's fucking weird, dude. Um, I will say <laughs> I this. I think I, I think anybody that gets into <clears throat> the playoffs is a dangerous team, and I think any right. one of them can can go out and beat anybody and shock anybody. I mean, to go back to 2010, I mean, we did it. We've seen it every year. <clears throat> We've seen teams kind of limp in, not limp in, but kind of sneak in, right? Start playing better towards the end of the year, get that last seed, and come in playing hotter than hot. <clears throat> um, I sure as hell would never. I mean, I it feels like the last few years we've had a couple of Viking, uh appearances in playoffs and it scares the shit out of me because i'm like man if we do play them beating a team three times a year is a really <clears> difficult <throat> situation so i don't really even want them in there i'm good with them just fucking yeah, off right. and, and going and playing you know outdoor hey. hockey um what we've lost two in a row to the vikings i don't i, I don't want them in the playoffs we lost go back to last year they beat us at lambo well let's just let's just see what happens on sunday let's not get I don't want to lose three times in a row. We I didn't really lose know. a home game last year. We beat them in their house, and then they beat us here. Didn't and then they? they beat us. Then we beat them. They beat oh, us. Oh, the last game was Two on the road. Years. You're right. Oh, yeah. sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. Okay, I thought so, you meant in Lambo. Like what? Went so yeah. So I don't. I, I. I. Yeah. I don't <clears> want them. I. I'm. I am not trying too hard to look ahead of what's ahead of us in this near future. Um, but yeah, you have to start kind of keeping like you know you have to start going Matt Ramage on it and keep one eye on the playoffs and one eye on your opponent <laughs> this week. So. That's solid. I'm with you, Fred. I mean, I think the Packers have to look at this opportunity to, to knock their division rivals out of the playoffs, essentially. I mean, go ahead and, and get them out. You don't want to you don't want them to sneak in there because they're a common opponent. They know how to play. Know how to play. You broke Sanjay. He did not see that. Got guy. him. Got him. <laughs> got him. Um even do it. No, but but I mean, <laughs> no. you got you got him in you got him in your house. You got him in the cold. You got him on 
Sunday Night Football, whole country's watching. No time like the <clears> present <throat> to smoke these fools and send them send them packing. I mean, it, Justin Jefferson said, you know, they walked in the locker room uh, before the last, you know, the game uh, the other day <clears> and said they had no juice. But you know they're going to bring the juice for this game. So for if they're ever going to have a first quarter here in the regular season where they just turn the, the afterburners on, please be this one. And yeah. Just suck the wind out of them immediately. And let's just have a fun three quarters. And we kick them out of the playoffs. I'm not asking for like 35 points. Like the Cowboys did in the no. first half. I mean, I'm just saying like, give me like at least a touchdown in the first quarter, yeah. maybe even Something. the first drive. I don't know. Something. Something. Uh, because if you give them a sign of life, then you never know. <clears throat> that's my, that's my theme today is set the tone on all phases of the game, because this team right here who's trying to fight for the playoff uh, berth uh, is going to do whatever they can to get in, right? So that means – oh, sorry. <laughs> so that right. means obviously – was that? It's some stat. It's some stat. Uh, that's got to mean that you got to just set the tone early. Like as Aaron Rodgers, who understands that I'd like to have a week before I play a game <laughs> to rest my, dope, my little toe, I would like to just come out on point with the offense, with – the, the game plan, hell, even just incorporate the guys that you should be incorporating all throughout the game, which is both running backs, um, and just shove it right down the throat, man. Like, just honestly, like, it, this is no time to get cute and try different things or, or save some, like, you know what? Just win the goddamn game. That's what I want. Win the first quarter, honestly, because you've shown no confidence in your fans that you can even <laughs> score in the first quarter, uh, as we keep speaking here. Um, but <clears throat> Fred, do the Vikings actually like? I mean, on a scale of actually, no, not even a scale. What's your percentage chance that they could actually come into this house and beat the Green Bay Packers in our house, which we are really really good in i think we've lost what two games um undefeated this year 12 percent. i see what you did there i see what you did there yeah because here's the thing is is they're dramatically better at home they're home yeah uh, whatever the homo dome and (laughs) we are way better here uh kirk cousins is scared um no no Dalvin Cook. <laughs> Justin Jefferson. Uh Justin Jefferson is the only thing that I'm terrified of, and I don't see that being an issue because <clears throat> it um because frankly, I think one uh Stokes is gonna take that matchup to the next level. I think he got burned a little bit last time and he's pissed. And I also think that um I think that Minnesota is just a kind of team to be like, you know, I'm not going to fucking try because we're not really into it anymore. That's how I see them as being. I want Stokes to get revenge mostly because <laughs> of stupid ass Paul Allen, his dumb ass comments yeah. about how, you know, I Talk would love to see it. him snake a pick or something. That'd be great. Uh, hey. But if they don't, if they don't have Dalvin cook and if they have like a 50% Adam Thielen, I love the Packers all over this game. Hey, why don't you just take us into the predictions then? Go ahead. Drop right into the right into the okay. So this last game, I thought we we're gonna we we're gonna win forty two to ten. You know, I really felt like that was out there. You too. I still I still feel like it's there. Will it come out? I don't know. <laughs> so I'm, so gonna I'm gonna go up a little bit. I'm, I'm just go gonna move. Mark. I'm gonna move it up here. Forty five to seventeen. I just feel Let's like go. it's just there. We just need we just need to do it. Just go do the thing. Go do the thing. All right, I'm going to go uh, big again because I do feel like this team, I feel like what we see on the field is just not uh, a representation of who this team is. I know there's a ton of injuries. I know there's a lot of issues, but there's a reason that we come on the show every single Monday 
um, and wonder why are we not putting up more points because we know we can score at more points. Uh, on the flip, on the flip side of that, uh, to argue that you'd also say, well, we come on the show every single week, wondering why we're not scoring more points. So there's an issue there too. Um, so but I'm going to say that I feel more confident in the fact that we can get to that point than we're never going to get to that point. So I feel confident that we can get to these high scoring point games. We can score in the first, first quarter as opposed to, yeah, we're shit out of luck. We're never going to get there. So um, it's only, it, I'm just going to keep on uh, wishing. I'm going to keep on praying and I'm going to keep on guessing it's going to be 42 to 21. There you and go. We're going to go double forties and I can't wait for Sanjay to throw out his last 40. Otherwise I'm shutting him off. <laughs> what if I was going to pick us to lose by 40? I don't know. Oh, you ain't doing that. You ain't doing I'm gonna that. Cut the feet if you I am that. a little nervous. You know, uh, how much, how long is this of lucky rabbit foot of next man, next man up mentality going to bite us in the ass. And we're just going to notice that we just have a bunch of reserves out there and we're just getting outplayed by actual superstars. I don't, I don't know how long that's going to be. I'm not saying that I'm picking us to lose. Cause I'm not picking us to lose. Cause I don't do that anymore. Uh, <laughs> Unless it's the Chiefs. Uh, but I will say this. I will add myself to the 40 train. Ooh, because right. at this point, why not? I mean, uh, you can just Ooh. throw a number. So I'll say 40. Can't say what. You... <laughs> he said 42. 42. You said 45. It's got to be in between there, right? So I'll say 43. 43. <laughs> Finds a number to work for him. Yeah, forty-three. How do you get to forty-three? Shut up, Matt. Score got me. Forty-three to seventeen, and Jair Alexander comes back. Well, kickoff temperature is supposed to be hovering right around zero degrees, so (laughs) we may all look like we 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 may all look like fools with those forties as long as they win, right? Yeah, I mean this could be ten to seven for all we. I mean that's probably what it's going to be because that's how we are. That's who the Green Bay Packers are. Close games, win it out, go on to the next one. Uh, It's the brand. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining in on another hourly fun show with us on a Monday uh, before NFL football. And uh, at this point, it's all trash games anyway. So just keep watching us because we're not trash. Uh, but sometimes thank you so much for your ongoing support with our show with us uh us three definitely chat with us on twitter you see our handles here find all of our stuff on youtube at the sweep at the sweep studios even on instagram and facebook where we have all of our awesome stuff at the sweep studios find us also here on monday nights at game on wisconsin follow everything that's you know under the sun with game on wisconsin with all the shows that we have all week and uh understand that this is still the holiday season so please be safe out there please enjoy your time with your families hopefully you guys had a merry christmas and uh and we won't see you until you know next year i guess so uh oh that guy there you go nice job see you next year (laughs) (laughs) hey with that being said that's matt that's fred go pack go go. go pack go baby (laughs) 